Hello, good afternoon, and welcome to another episode of the Just Ask Podcast. Today with me, I have longtime friend, best friend, Marian, accountant, tennis boss, Rashane Allen. How are you today, sir? I'm good. I'm here, you know, surviving through the COVID times. It's a struggle, but, you know, we do what we can. Yeah, man. So... You know, today's um, topic for me is a very deep conversation. It's a conversation that can be split in many different ways. I chose to have the conversation with you because you're my longest friend. And I think that there's no one else I'd rather talk about friendship with. So, friendship. I've known you for basically a whole life. Basically. We've experienced so much together. We've been out countless amount of times together. We've been in weird ass situations together. Weird. And I find it weird that you're probably my only friend that I've never had an argument with. And that's nothing to do with the fact that we hold problems from each other. It's more just a genuine realness between the two of we. So, Rasheen, who who do you think you are? Describe yourself to the people. I'd start with what more than like everybody would call me and what I'd agree with. A workaholic. So the first things first. Um, in any case, I'm going to always find myself working. So that's, that's most of it. So if there's an opportunity to, you know, make more, then more than like uh, you catch me working. So... Hustle or, you know, your regular nine to five, whatever it is. But securing the bag is a top priority. Um, I think overambitious. Why I say overambitious? Because it can be good and bad to the point where you neglect so much. But at the same time to achieve, it's a necessary evil to achieve. Um, better for yourself in the long run. But at the same time, you lose a lot during that process. So it's a sacrifice, give for take, equivalent exchange, basically, as you'd want to call it. All right. So I feel like that's a manifest of your character. Tell me who you think you are emotionally, spiritually, even. Okay. Emotionally. Oh, that's... So, like, to give you the example, for me, I, I think of myself as a very deep person. I'm constantly thinking constantly trying to um, figure out life in a way. Um, I never take anything for granted. I never judge anyone for how I see them. And, you know, my own book. So how would you describe yourself? So basically, I would go into the same sense, technically. So I'm a deep thinker. So I'm mostly in my head trying to conceptualize as much as I can just on spot wherever I am so it's really me versus my thoughts most of the time so emotionally I say yeah deep thinker yeah okay so yeah I'd consider myself yeah, a deep thinker so I'm always trying to find as much solutions as possible 
that's the main thing. And I'd say I give a lot of chances to as well. So I try as much as possible to let it be a fair playing ground for everybody who's involved in whatever situation they're involved in with me personally. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so I gave a long like, description of what your friendship means to me, but overall friendship to me is just defined as a bond between two people. Like it doesn't necessarily have to be a strong bond, but it just it's just a bond built off nothing in particular. But how would you describe friendship? What is friendship to you? Well, all right, friendship. We can talk about it in, as you said, a bond between two persons. But I'd more can consider it like an individual. It's it's two sides of the pie basically. Meaning, I'll consider a friend that a safe place for me. So someone I can confide to, I feel comfortable talking to, being in their space, and you know, on a whole, a secure, a safe person for me to talk to. So I would assume, in that sense, then that the same feeling would be mutual or reciprocal in that sense. Yeah. But that's how a friend is because if it is where it's a bond, there's a bond, then one person's deficiency, you know, can add up for the other person's, you know, or the other person can be, that's the thing, no, it's, 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 it shouldn't be a give and take. So it's, more yeah so it's as much as you can give Mm. based on everybody's different perspective because what you consider yourself giving you may a friend may say for an instance you have a friend that's rich Mm -hmm. and you are i would say poor Mm -hmm. well middle class whatever and you, you find more likely that rich friend would be able to you know possibly maybe buy you a car or something of the sort, but at the same time, the middle-class person can't buy a car. Yeah. But what they can give that would be, you know, important to the other friend is in their own terms. So it's what you're willing to give or assist with from your side. I'll consider, you know, friendship. So to go deeper into that, for me, it would have been more like... um what you're talking about for me is like a give and take, you see me? I, I've never been the type to, how can I say, give more energy to someone that's not giving me the same energy, you see me? Um, if I see that you are like a genuine person, then, you know, man, a genuine person with you. Um, if I see you that you genuinely care care for me and I live up to the level of how you are care for me then me feel like as your friend I have to step up my level you see me I feel like you define friendship based on the person you see me because I think a common mistake a lot of us do is see two people and hold them friendship role and then miscue that for you automatically having a bad friendship with someone that you know if that makes sense it does it does because not because them see Rashane and Anthony out all the time with each other. Them I say, yo, how come me and my best friend are always out with each other? 
maybe your best friend busy, I do stuff. And I mean, say, that person don't love you the same way how me would I love my Virginia Shane. You see me? So I think it's like a, it defined the, it's defined by your relationship with with yourself. And sometimes we take a little in, introspection for really figure out whether that person yeah, are really your friend, your acquaintance, your best friend, somebody you know, family. A, a real big difference. Take some real introspection for really think about those things. So with all that said, what do your friends mean to you? I mean, I talk, your real friends, like, I would assume me. Like, like a you, yeah. <laughs> Adam. You, you know, Adam. Tarquin. Tarquin, them. Big up Tarquin, um, anyway. Them, bad you know, the squad, Tifo G. Um, you know, all of you. What, what do we, you know, mean to you? You see, especially for me you now, because all I do is work. It's kind of, from work to home, it's kind of a little bit hard to, you know, have a social life. Although, God knows I used to do that in the past, but having friends, it kind of takes off most of the burdens during that moment. You know, you have you can relax a bit. You don't have to be on guard because especially during work hours, you literally have to be in character for most of the time. Around friends, it gives you a little breathing space, relaxed time to actually be yourself. And that's why work friends are so helpful, but continue. Yeah, that's very true as well. But, man, I think really and truly at the end of the day, having genuine friends is so vital because at the end of the day, if anything else happens, you can come back to, or, yeah, come back to those genuine friends. They will be there for you. So, it's the genuinity for me mm-hmm. for me I say all my friends are unique I love all my friends in different ways um, for me it's some of it is the loyalty because I've known some of my friends for years you see me I know you for decade plus I know Tiffany for decade plus you see me it is yeah. a year thing but I also come to realize that Age of friendship doesn't really tell you the full story. I can know you long, but we're not really that close. Um, we think we're close, but we just know each other long. Is it me? Um, is really the the conversations that this so have. Is it me? Is really the the moments, the the bad times that tell you a lot about. Yeah. The, like the genuine friendship I have with someone. Oh, know them say, yo, bad times. Yeah, cause me can't really part. For me, you know you. You as you know me, so I can't power somebody away complacent to a bad situation sometimes. Come generally sometimes if you just laugh it out, just push through it, just learn from it and that's it. Yeah. So then we're not gonna really complain a road. Some people ask why oh, I was such over here when we're around each other because there is really no bad energy. When I really try to bring bad energy upon the road. Cause if you bring bad energy upon the road Bad things are gonna happen. I just genuinely believe that. But to piggyback what my friends mean to me is so much because I genuinely believe in the statement when people say, yo, good friend better than pocket money. Me, me wouldn't trade none of my friends for nothing in the world. 
And I don't think I'll ever have to because all of we are going to reach. And all of we are going to live our best successful life. Preach. So, I know so we never have to worry about anything because we all have each other. And that's a genuine thing for say. That's one of the few things I will say with my definitive voice. I feel like all of we have each other and that's a really good thing. But for PK back off of this, so we're going to speak about like the difference between like friends and best friends and acquaintances and people you know and family that Funny are Funny thing, you go back to what you just said a while ago, how we handle bad times. Yeah, man. Me and an acquaintance now handle bad times well. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's one thing you know for real. If me and you um, at a, a arm's length apart, uh, most likely a year for that. Cause Russian probably are the person who know me the best. You know, you know, say I'm a very friendly person. So once me and you start talk, more likely I go want to introspect a little bit, find out a little bit more about you, find out who you are as a person, like what you do for keep grounded, all of those things. So if a relationship na reach apart, it's most likely because. I see yo, some forking at the road. And most times that are the difference between us being friends and acquaintances. Because yeah, a lot of my friends know the thing really go. Like, we don't have to talk every day. We don't have to um, be very vastly, like, like very internal about how we think. It, it, it just has to be a point where you understand me on a level and me understand you on a level. I think if we both have that understanding of each other, we're friends, we're not acquaintances. You see me? Acquaintances is somebody where we just know. Just mm. know you. That's, that's, that's really it. It's as far as our conversation goes. But what do you think the difference is between a friend and an acquaintance? Basically, or listen, a friend... Somebody you can actually share things that you know is more personal about you. Acquaintance, you're less likely to share, you know, personal things, unnecessary things. So, with acquaintance, you share what's necessary. Mm-hmm. That's about it. What's asked. Yeah. With a friend, you you'd be more inclined to go a little bit deeper, and it goes back to being feeling safe. Yeah. So, with the safety, you're more likely to keep talking. You're As an acquaintance, you're more inclined to listen. Yeah. You realize, say, uh, one of the ways where you... Because you, I always try to see the transition, you see me? Mm. So, one of the, the important transition from acquaintance to friendship, that I always see that whether on purpose or not, you feel them more with a personal situation and see how... They react to it. You see me? And if they react to it well, then you know that this is someone you can generally vibe with. And that's when the friendship really start develop. You see me? Cause you can feel when a, dif- a friendship a develop. I just can't really explain it, to be honest. But that's when you feel a genuine friendship of it develop. You see me? Yeah. Um, and then friend to best friend. Because I... Yeah, we're going to debate this, but to me, I feel like you can have more than one best friend. Just a yeah. natural thing. But a lot of people feel like you're supposed to have one best friend because the word best means a singular 
refrain of yeah, you based know based on the English dictionary. Yeah. You get me? But for me, I feel like I can have multiple best friends. It's it's just that I mean, I feel like if you just go around and have hundred, hundred, and that best friend, that that look a bit too far for me. But just being the fact, say, oh, I have a couple friends, and I genuinely believe they're all to be best. Like Rashid can attest to this that like when we, whenever one of we have an issue, it's like a war council meeting. It's like the whole always sit down and we say, oh. <laughs> what are going on in your life right now, bro? <laughs> we, the, this really don't look good. Um, or when we talk about finances, um, this, is, this is me now advocating for us to speak about mental stuff. And I really always do it, but we do it like more like on like female stuff and things like that. But now we try pushing at the space of the emotional side and, you know, for have a bridging them really think differently. And I feel like once the the transition from friend to best friend and when that person they really I try to get to know you as the singular person that you are. You know, them not really them not just want to dabble at a little personal information like your friends. Them I try to get to know you as you. You see me? That makes sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Cause for example, for you more I know, more me that feel away if I go in a road and somebody tell me something way, personal way, you never yet said to me. Is it me? You that say, yo, how come Rashina tell me say I have a girl for four years? A fox. A, f- a foolishness that, is it me? <laughs> or or, or Rashina tell me say I cry at night. <laughs> no, no, I mean like <laughs> no, situations but, like yeah, that, is it me? Yeah, yeah, me that feel away for, for no say, yo, that happened. And you know, say nothing to me. That's that's that is where your best of friends come into play. You see me? And I feel like some people lose with the term best friend because them feel like some of the the dogs or the the dog stresses are the that are <laughs> that are pairing with them, care about them on that level. You see me? But they've never actually. Without any fault of their own, um, really assess to see if that person is really caring about their mental. But um, let me hear from you. What do you think? Can someone have more than one best friend? To be honest, yeah. I believe you can have more than one best friend. As I said, based on the English dictionary, yeah, best friend is one. But at the same time, I'll say the different environments that you're in as well. You may have people who you communicate with based on like different scenarios. Like you feel more comfortable. Well, at the same time, you'd communicate with both of them, but different perspectives as well. So the different lives, because everybody lives different lives, although it's still one life. You may have your work life, you may have your party life, you may have, I don't know, different things. Different things, different parts of your life that you live out. So, as people connect more based on the environment that they're in at, for certain points of it. So, I believe you can have more than one best friends, yeah, because... At the same time, there are different spaces as well, too. 
Well, true, because to give a good example, that would be like um, Tarquin and Adam, isn't me? Like, Adam and I really got really close in sixth form, you see me? And that was around the time when Tarquin left. But there isn't, there's no real correlation between the two, but I can say that me and I don't consider any of them more of my friend, you see me? Yeah. So, so that's where it would confuse me when someone would say, you can't have more than one best friend. Because to me, the two of them are on equal footing. I just know Tarquin much longer. Isn't yeah. it? So, um, I feel like you should have more than one best friend because to bundle up one person's emotions is a lot for another person, you know. That is very you, true. Your, your own emotions are so much for you. So, for put someone else's emotion, your, your emotion into someone else, but on top of that, is too hard. <laughs> You're supposed to have more than one people that you consider your best friends. To me at least. I think that's just logical at the point. But um so when do you think is the right time to let go of a friend? Like what 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 do you think someone would have to do for you to say, yo, you you passed acquaintanceship, you reach my friendship and you just dismiss a dog and you feel let you go. What do you think? When you stop wanting better for me, that's that's mainly it. Like, at the end of the day, a relationship with a friendship, um, spouse, whatever, is really selflessly building the other person in the long run. True. So, if I reach to a point where I'm, I tell you a goal, I'm trying to achieve a goal, but what you're doing is going really against the goal. Funny thing, you know, you may not see it first because you'll say, no, but this is my best friend, you see me? Whatever my best friend says is, so you go. I work like that, but eventually you're going to realize that where you're trying to achieve you keep making steps back because of decisions that this person is making. Now, obviously, you're not going to just cut the person off because you've already gotten that close. So you could go to the person and confide to him and say, oh, I don't believe this makes sense. And if I'm going in this direction, how is it that you uh, direct me over here? Mm-hmm. What, what is the reason? If, if there's no solid reason now, I would say still... I'm a forgiving person, so I, I would at least, you know, talk it out first, see where it goes from there, mm-hmm. and based on the result from there, if it's a genuine apology, genuine um, not knowing, mm-hmm. fine, we work it out from there. But then if it persists after that, then it makes no sense, because then you're trying to pull me down. You're not doing the same thing I'm trying to do, because if I find a situation where, you know, I can build you up as a person, let's say you're you're you're... Uh, IT person yeah. in maybe Adam case and I hear something out there that you can do like to because I hear you searching for jobs or something something important to you and I see something I come across something with IT the first thing that's supposed to pop, in, pop up in my mind say yo Adam I search for something you know or 
Perma, even go back to Perma too, one of my other bridging them from JC. Anything pop up in my head where I could assist them with something, it's supposed to be first nature. God, that's real. And that's why I believe it is. And mind me, me and Adam don't talk every day, but I consider Adam one of my closest friends. Best friend too. Because it's genuine. It's, as Kerr said, the genuine nature to it. Mm. We don't have to talk every day, but... Believe me, at the end of the day, as a group, we'll have each other back. And for me to piggyback off of that, Zim, all right. So the, the question we're asking are like, when would it be okay to let go of a friend? You see me? This is how I like to put it. I gave you guys three stages of a friendship. I gave you guys acquaintances, friendship, and a best friendship, right? Acquaintances. It's easy to let go of acquaintance because you guys have ne- aren't really close. So if you see the bad vibes early, that's just a blessing. You see me? A friend, you guys are tapping into each other's um, emotions and sometimes wrong feelings can come off of wrong vibes. So you're going to be a little bit more careful in that situation there where you talk it out, as Roshin said, and see where... Um, Tell the person exactly how you are feeling in the moment, the vibe you're getting, and the move that you want to make. Now, if you see that that person isn't making a move that's beneficial for you or to them, because sometimes as your friend, you have to think about the person, because sometimes we all think that we're doing the best for ourselves when we're really not. You see me? And it takes time to, like, self-reflect and realize, say, yo, maybe, you know, the move that I thought was right all along wasn't right. So you have to give some people the benefit of the doubt in that situation. That's something I struggle with. And realize, say, they may not know yet. You see me? Because you don't know if you, you, what you're telling them is right anyway. So sometimes you have to really give them the benefit of the doubt in that situation. But in that situation, you... So long as you guys have talked, I don't see any reason why you can't let go of that person there. And no malice. You see me? There shouldn't be no malice between either partner because you you talk to them and you give them your views and them don't respect your views. That's fine. Just know that I always have my views and we can't come we can't communicate the same way. And vice versa, isn't me? Because I'm sure they'll have their views and probably think that. Oh, well, I think that's when most people like to start shout the fake friend thing and the um or oh, him nonsense thing, and you know. And I think we're too quick for have those conversations here. But best friends are the worst thing. Cause I could not, I could not imagine having a follow with like one of my close close friend them, unless. Them, it get really disrespectful, cause and how would it get disrespectful? Cause we talk to each other any any sort of way these days, because we know the genuine love we have for each other, and we not say nothing out of like disrespect or grief or upset. But we not do that. We are just being real to you. So you can do the favor of just being real back to me. So I don't see why we'd ever reach a point where I feel like say, you'd have a cut off or a Shane or Adam or a Tarquin because 
Man, the the point of being best friends, uh, you are supposed to be one of, if not the most realest persons to me. And real isn't tell me what more I hear. Real is telling me exactly what I need for here. That is vital. Because, you know, we look for that out of our family. And that's why when you reach best friend, it's like your yeah, family. People like to say you're just like family. Men I, men I look for my family for telling me nothing like, yo, oh, yo, yo, you look, you, you, you're doing well for yourself. And men I do well for myself. I look for them for telling me, yo, you feel do better. But in an encouraging way, because I'm not telling you to bash nobody. But be encouraging, but be real. You see me? That's the difference to me between a friendship and a best friendship as well. I don't expect realness from all of my friends, but I expect realness from all of my best friends, from my closest friends. I expect you're supposed to be real with me. You see me? And you really come down to that. But a big part of this show, right, is going to be mental health. You see me? And I want to know, how connected do you feel emotionally and spiritually to your friends? Like, how do you, how do you think you have to be connected emotionally and spiritually? Because for me, I feel like not everything has to be said. You see me? I mean, I study you as my friend, so I'm supposed to see when you're upset. I'm supposed to see when you just not feel very well. When you want to talk, you see me? But to give up, that was just my example. Give me a, give me an outlook. Yeah, so I've seen, like, for that, there's been many times where, for example, even you, I can come around you for the day and just by the look on your face, I can say, you know, something happened today. But depending on the group around us, I may can't ask. I can't. I'm, I can't probably ask what happened directly. So that for you know, him say yo, Kerr. Give me a second there. You good? Everything yeah. good? Yeah. And you know, the situations are you supposed to know whether something wrong, something good happened. You supposed can see it mm-hmm. because. As you say, you support you by being best friends, you basically study the person, you know how the person acts. Yeah. You can know you can almost know what the person will eat, what them do eat. It it may go that deep depending on how often you're around the person. Like even as current the case, I can never order a ginger beer and Fine. call <laughs> my, my and call Curry, my best friend, I order him ginger beer. Nah, man, show me son. <laughs> Can't tell you that. So, it's a simple thing. In, yeah. Not everything needs to be said. You can see things on people's face and just know the vibe. Know what needs to be done. Whether space needs to be given, where, whether you need to assist with something once it is that you can assist. Because, yeah, you never know anybody's situation at that point, but... Whatever it is, emotional support, mental, so, well, physical, um, financial support, whatever it is, whatever you can assist with at that point. For me, you said the, the emotional and spiritual part of it, because physical is natural. We think yeah. With that, with that purple bridging name, we we'll, yeah. we'll hug people, 
we show love and we need to show. The physical is important, but, but connecting with someone spiritually and emotionally is a powerful thing. Because especially as men, mm-hmm. it's hard for us because you know society so enough enough we had be like that. Yeah man, fire. I wanna to talk about that more and in the next episode. But we we are trained not to yo wanna know a little bit more about bridging emotionally. Mr. Say yo, you're a little bit more soft to that topic here than me. You get me? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. like you know you know you're not all right, but yeah, I say you're all right. Isn't me? You are more of that type of person than me. I'm not specifically talking about us, but you can see, you can see that in certain people. You know, you, you see the dog, they want to act like, say, oh, them good. You see me? Well, we know them not good. You see me? But I guess that's an ongoing thing. But where you think the line is drawn with that, though? Where you think we're not supposed to... Uh, we're not supposed to ask a friend them certain and certain things. <clears throat> what do you mean? Wait, explain, explain. So, like, you know how some people think that there are certain things where, yo, it's taboo for me to talk to you about, like, family. You know, like, mm-hmm. some deep family trauma. Yeah. You see me? Or stuff like that. Because if, if, if you want me, go first. For me, there's no line. You see me? I don't mean, feel like there's anything where I can't necessarily talk about unless the person taboo it. You see me? Yeah. I know, I know everything and anything you're supposed to talk with any and anybody. Yeah, that's true. If 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 the person explained to you a bad situation with them, mm. what, what they had and you can see how they reacted to it, you know, yeah. that's something you definitely can't cross. Yeah, you can't go out there and talk about that with everybody. That certain things taboo and I don't think it should the person necessarily has to tell you that. Yeah, well, we are big people, you know. We have yeah, common was, sense. Yeah. Like, if I, I don't, I unfortunate thing like the girl was raped. I mean, I think say you want to go out and I tell everybody, say, yo, Sherry, victim, it look bad in society. Is it me? Yeah. It look bad in society. Unless she say, yo, she want you go out there and I talk about that. Is it me? But you want to know that there are certain lines that can be drawn. But for me, there are only defined lines. There's nothing that I feel like I can't say to anybody. You see me? Yeah. Um, and we want to, especially here in Jamaica, start defining the lines that are there and see if the line's dumb or not. I'm going to feel like it should be a taboo thing for you. I'm a big, big friend. I can't tell you, say, oh, my, my, my have emotional meltdowns, you know? Um, boy, my girl, I give me a bun, but somehow I still love her. I <laughs> 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 feel like I'm supposed to can't tell you that, you see me? Yeah, and, and for my part, i suppose to give you the honest perspective of me, if, you know? Yeah. Feel you for though, because at, at that point, you need a second eye. You need a second mind. You need a second mind. You need a second, yeah, perspective. I, I think that that's something that we we take the second perspective, but we don't want to go 100 with One, it. Yeah. We don't want to really deep dive into that, what the person has said to you. Listen, that, that is a mistake a lot of people make. You, you see your girlfriend, you know, 
Your girlfriend come to you with a problem. Stacy, I feel like she's cheap on me. Yeah. And your girlfriend tell you, say, burn him. And boops, you burn him. You don't find out nothing more, but you just yeah. go with it. You, you not think about the, the, the effect of you are born the person. You not think about who I tell you for born the person. There's no you reason not, why. There's no reasoning. You just follow your friends. Like your friend, and at the end of the day, you that. The point of this conversation, people, have to say, oh, your friends are your friends. But remember, say, and everything them say are gospel. Remember that re- re- inspecting your friends is an important thing. Like, we're not saying that all your friends need to be inspected. Uh, it's up to you to know if you know your friends. But inspect your friends. The best thing I would say is the question why. Use the question why. Mm-hmm. Why you feel like that? Why 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 you think that? Why you say that? Don't be afraid to question things, especially your friends, because at the end of the day, they are the biggest people are the biggest question marks in your life. There's nothing you can definitively say about someone else. But you'd hope that you can say definitive things about other people. So, don't be afraid to question something that is not definitive. You see me? But, with all that said, it's been a great conversation. And we're now moving into our last segment where we ask you quick hitter questions. So, what would you say to a, I want to say, seven-year-old Russian with dreams of conquering the world? Slow down. Slow down. Everything you think you need right now, you do not need it. Everything that is important right now, it is not important. It is not even the iceberg. What you are worried about right now is nothing. Because if seven-year-old Russia knew he would be here, 25, where he is right now, those problems that he's facing right now would be so minute, so, so un- unimportant that all the stress up to this point would be gone. There would be no stress if seven-year-old Russia knew what he would be right now. So stop worrying about the unknown and try to live day by day. That's something even 25-year-old Russia is struggling with right now. Mm-hmm. Um, the next question I'd ask you is if, if you could... Well, before I ask you that... Um, you're a big sports guy. You're a tennis coach, obviously. Tennis is your first love, first sport. You know, um, what would you say is your number one sports moment? Okay. It doesn't have to be personal. It can literally be something you've watched as well. Well, I would say my most personal, well, my favorite best sports moment Favorite or best, whichever one, would be when I first started playing tournaments 
mm-hmm. um, in Jamaica. Reason being, I sprouted up from nowhere. The love for tennis started from, I came out my mother's belly with a tennis racket, but like, until then, I started playing tournaments around 12. I didn't know why I didn't start earlier, but hey, things happen. Um, I recall playing a match against someone named Dimitri Bird back in the days. He was one of the top juniors in my age group. I think he was under 14 at that point. And everybody left the court because they said, oh, he's playing this guy. At that point, nobody knew my name. And when everybody left the court, and after a while, everybody's like, wait, why that match not done yet? And they saw Dimitri's father on the side of the fence, shouting, screaming, doing as much as he can. And everybody started running over the court. I was like, who is this guy? Where's this guy coming from? How is this guy even still on the court? What's going on? Mm-hmm. Only to find out that I was the one winning. <laughs> Dimitri Bird is crying. Because we're all kids that time. Once we lose, we cry. Yeah, fucks. <laughs> <laughs> so, at that point, it was, it was that's where I think my name was made. It was a launch for you. you know, yeah. Career. I understand. So, um... Three songs that speak to you. Three songs. Yeah, I'll go with you. the one song that I carry with me every time I get a new phone or the first song I have to download. Memories Back Then by T.I., mm. um, Kendrick Lamar, and... Um, who is it? I don't remember any. Is it B.O.B.? I think it's B.O.B. Yeah. That's one. Two would be... Oh, I have to choose just three. It is It is a hard decision. Hold on. So I know that is one. Hmm. I could tell you the first one off the bat, off the top of my head immediately, but number two and three. Them rough. Them, them rough. Yeah, man, we get we get that we get that to another day. You see me? For dinner guests, you can speak to anyone dead or alive. Four You have four people. You can speak to them at a dinner dinner and they can be dead or alive. Okay. All right, if we go with anybody, first is. I'd say. Sports wise, we, we, yeah, I'm going to categorize them differently. Sports wise, I'll talk to more than like Nadal, mm-hmm. Rafael Nadal. Just the, the hard work and the push that. He showed me in sports is really what I idolize and follow. Mm-hmm. Um, educational wise, no. Well, funny thing, educational wise, I love to talk to my brother, Thane mm-hmm. Alento, mm-hmm. because most of the stuff I know now 
are really have really manifested from him. So, you know, alive would be really appreciated, you know, from that specific person. Um, Two more. I'd have to say my mentor who has guided me in the corporate world, Jermaine Allen, someone I always speak to to get advice. Him, him, and my father, really and truly. I'd that would be a four? You can call it four. Yeah. Man. Yeah. yeah. Alright. Um, the last question I would say would be one message you wish everyone could hear. Everyone in the world. Ah. Uh, you know, the first thing at the top of your mind is going to come out first. So at the top of my mind would be ambition doesn't have to be a curse. That's really the truth. And that's so, real. Um, who would you like to see as a guest on the show? You can talk about anything, remember, it's just meaningful conversation. Okay, just meaningful conversation. As I guess on the show, to be honest, I'd more likely like to see one of my other... I'd consider this as well my best friend, Ramon Murray. All right. We can talk to Ramon and make it happen. Um, and last but not least, and I'll ask all my guests to do this, introduce the show any way you want to introduce it. Can be like, hey, this is the just ask podcast. You can introduce it any way you want to say it. Okay, so if I'm introducing the show, it'll be something simple. Hey, this is just ask show. Just ask, we answer. Ah, uh, uh, cool. Thanks again. <laughs>